Hi, everybody. It's LPJ. I hope you've been enjoying our show and the other podcasts on GameZilla Media. We invite you to check us out on Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. You can support us at either the $1 or $5 tier. If you become a patron at the $5 tier, you get a ton of additional content, including the post credit scene, our monthly Patreon show. Thank you for your support, and hasta la vista, baby. It's 2001. Wikipedia goes online and provides answers to questions you didn't know you had. I'm Real by Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule heats up the music charts. And nobody could have predicted that a movie about street racers stealing VCR DVD combos would launch the biggest action franchise in the world. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, I feel the need for need for speed. Please, you can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Action Podcast. It is I, the Sphinx. And with me, as always, directly in front of me, we got Hovercraft Joe. What up, Sphinx? What up, listeners? What up? I, that was weird. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just move on. We also have ugh, LPJ. You can have any beer you want, as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> hey. And bringing us some Coronas today. That so he's good. my new favorite guest. That, was, that one's Sphinx's. Enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Okay. <laughs> then you didn't watch the movie. Well, it's been a while. But bringing us some Coronas that LPJ can't have, <laughs> oh. you suck, <laughs> is Jody. Hey, guys. What's going on? Glad hey. to be here. I- I'm happy you brought me beer. <laughs> I'm that- happy someone's drinking the beer. Yeah. So so <laughs> I can't remember. So I, Okay. So I'm sorry. Let's back up. Okay. Whoa. We're talking about Fast and Furious. Yes, the we're first talking one. the the original. Wait, are we talking the Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Or are we talking Fast and Furious? No, we're talking about the Fast. The or are fast. we talking too Fast, too Furious? <laughs> the one from the fifties, right? Yes, <laughs> that's or, what I watched. Or are we talking Hobbs and Shaw? I can't keep track of any of these <laughs> movies. I wish we were talking Hobbs and Shaw. We will be at some point. Soon. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. but what were you saying? Yeah, what were you saying? I was saying we're talking about the Fast and the Furious. And what I was going to ask is, I don't know. Did we? Did you pick this movie? No, no, no. Let's clarify this. because I Jody, can't remember how this works. Because Jody always tries to play the victim when he's on. <laughs> Let's clarify this. Jody found out that we were doing this movie and asked if he could come on the episode. I was going to say, Jody, I just found out like a couple hours ago <laughs> that you were coming to do this episode. I'm like, wait, what's, what movie's Jody doing? <laughs> I'm doing all the movies. Oh, <laughs> all right. The next one. I don't know if I've seen it, but <laughs> it's all good. But just to clarify, he did request to be on this. We I did. We didn't okay. force it upon him. I didn't choose this, but I enjoy this franchise, so I wanted to be here. I wanted to lock myself in for <laughs> yeah, like all the movies. That's for all the other that's ones. That's what he afterwards. told me. He's like, "Well, I got to get in on this one because then you'll have to have me on for any of the sequels." <laughs> which, which at this point is what eight sequels plus a spinoff, right? And they're filming the ninth one right now. Yeah. What's the spinoff? Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw. dummy. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw is considered a spinoff, not a sequel. It's it's the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, why are you calling me a dummy? I don't (laughs) watch these movies. These are not my thing. (laughs) We'll get into that, obviously. Well, I think we could probably get into it right now, probably based (laughs) on first times we saw it and, you know, and whatnot. All right, we'll start with you then. All right. 
Uh, it's kind of a weird story. I was in high school, right? This came out my sophomore year of high school. And I was at a party, actually. <laughs> and someone's like, I got Fast and Furious. We should watch this. I was like, okay. <laughs> was it my brother? <laughs> no, he wasn't there yet. It was a little bit later. Uh, but we watched it and did nothing else the entire night. And the guy who was throwing the party, like, had the whole movie memorized. <laughs> and he just kept saying the lines as they were going on in the movie. And I just kept going, well, were, this might be a reason why I didn't. Were, were you, <laughs> why my feelings were you, on this are Were you mixed. at Vin Diesel's house? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Do you wish you were at Vin Diesel's house? <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't know. This guy does have three kidneys. So anyway, oh. I don't know if that's any hint to <laughs> any of you. Weird thing. Yeah, um, he was weird. Now, but but uh, that was my first impression. And, you know, my, both of my brothers who we've had on the show are huge huge car fans yeah so we definitely owned this movie and they both would watch this frequently um it was not one that i had on rotation but you know we'll still talk about that kind of stuff well this i'll is, let joe take this this is an interesting um shared history with me and lpj so this movie came out um i was working at sam's club it's our, our friend dave who's often talked about but never been on the show uh that's where i met him we worked together and this movie was it was it was promoted a lot it was on tv a lot you know i was kind of like whatever i'm not in the cars okay so dave was talking to me about the movie and he's like hey are you going to see that fast and furious movie i'm like no nah, it doesn't seem like me i don't think i'm going to he's like yeah that's what I thought. And then I read that after all the test screenings, people were so jacked up that they were drag racing out of the movie theater. <laughs> and so I went to LBJ and told him that exact thing. And he's like, yeah, we got to see it. And then we saw it. And I remember him driving pretty fast out of the parking lot after we saw it. There were, oh, pe- there were people in your dri- cutlass. Oh, yeah. And that was back when my cutlass was in great shape, too. So, like, it would run real nice. And, uh... Man, there were people speeding out of that parking lot. Yeah, like because we saw it. Did we saw it like right around your birthday? I think. Well, I mean, it, uh, release date is June eighteenth, two thousand one. So that's you know in the ballpark of my birthday. Yeah, so. but I think it was like, I don't think it was. I was. Yeah, before, I, I think it was around that time. Yeah, we might not have saw it like opening night. No, but we definitely saw it in the theaters. Yeah, I. Joey? Yeah. I think I might have saw it with you guys. Yeah, I think when we went... Like, <laughs> I, like how they, I, I like how you weren't part of the story <laughs> at all. <laughs> I remember seeing it at AMC 20. Okay, you were, you were probably there then. Yeah, I, I remember driving very fast <laughs> in my Taurus that didn't need keys. <laughs> yes. Were you driving very furious as well? I never drive furious. Uh, <laughs> right. Just wanted to double check. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly certain it was the three of us that went. Yeah, that sounds right. That yeah. would make sense. Yeah, and and I, and after like thinking to myself, this fucking movie is awesome, and it, like I was hooked. It stuck with us enough that we still all go see like opening night. We still go see the all the sequels. Like I yeah. think since like the fifth one, we've seen them like opening night in the theaters together. Well, what's weird though is we didn't go and see the second one or the third one opening night, and I think it was like for me it was because Vin Diesel didn't come back. Well, I remember seeing the second one in the theaters. 
Yeah, because I didn't. I, I still haven't seen all of the second one. Wait, Vin Diesel's only in the first one? Mm, he's in the first one. He, he has a cameo in the third one, and then he's in four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, in. all right. So he disappears for a while. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't in the second one. I think it was like a movie. Oh, it's because he's in jail. Right? I think they get arrested in the movie. No, he just ran away. I don't remember already. I, th- I think it was a money. <laughs> I think it was a money thing. I think he wanted too much money, and they were like, "No, we ain't gonna pay that." Probably because just looking at the the poster right here. I mean, Paul Walker is on the is on the top of the bill. Then it's Vin. Yeah. Well, initially it wasn't even going to be him in the movie. This is a little segue from uh, for role reversal, but um, originally Timothy Oliphant was going to be in it. Yeah, oh, really? And then that. he turned the role down, and they're like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Like he was going to be Dominic Toretto? Yes. Yeah, because because uh, <laughs> he was in Gone in 60 Seconds, yeah. which came out a few years prior. The year before. Or maybe the year before. Yeah. And ne- they loved him so much in that movie, they wanted yeah. him in this. I've never seen Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, it's all right. Oh. Oh, I like Gone Six eh. Seconds. That's one I did like. Right. Put uh, it on the list. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it, yeah, though. But anyway, so it could be like Con Air since it is Nick Cage. So, yeah. So then he eventually was just like, no, I don't want to do this. And uh, somebody had suggested to Rob Cohen, the director, that they get Vin Diesel. And he he had, they, they made, he made them kind of rewrite the script a bit to give him a bigger part. And then he decided to do it. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, what was our numbers here in terms of budget and box office? So we got a budget on this of thirty-eight million. So again, not I mean, not a gigantic budget. Uh, well, I mean, well, two thousand one. That's uh, actually pretty good. Probably, I'd say it's probably modest. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe a little higher. But well, for a movie that was kind of under the radar, that's fair. So, so a thirty-eight million budget, domestic gross one hundred and forty-four million. Yeah, worldwide. Two hundred and seven million dollars. This movie made money. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Big. Yeah, that's like yeah, and like these movies, like it, they make more and more money as they keep coming out too. Mm-hmm. So it's like insane. I mean, I don't know how much money like the second and third one made, but I know since then they're like, I think the last one might have made a billion dollars. I yeah, I, I think it was at one point it was almost the highest grossing film. Um, no, nah, it wasn't as high as obviously Avatar, but I think it was like right up there. I think it's like three or four right now. Okay. Um, so kind of along with the numbers, the top grossing movies of 2001, uh, this came in 14th. Okay, which uh, isn't bad. Remember, the numbers I do are just domestic. Um, top three, uh, number one is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Two, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. And three is Shrek. Now, we've done two other movies in 2001. Does anybody think they know either of the the movies we did in 2001? 2001, it would have been... One of, them, one of them is an episode Sphinx wasn't on, and one of them is an episode I wasn't on. Was it that, like, uh, Walking Tall one or whatever at The Rock? No, it was not. Did you guys do that movie? No. no we did the, we did the <laughs> rundown. I'd rundown. like to do that movie. <laughs> no, we did the rundown. I've seen neither. So. Um, 2001. Was one of them... One of them is a movie that I think is LPJ's le- one of his least favorite that you guys have done on the podcast. Oh, was it, was it Black Hawk Down? Black Hawk Down came in 18th in 2001. Okay. I hate that movie. <laughs> and I'll just tell you, the other one was the 49th highest grossing movie. It was Exit Wounds. Oh. oh. <laughs> the DMX classic that we watched. Gotcha. Man, big movie, big big year for uh, movies with rappers in it. Yeah. And then just to kind of top the stuff off, uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this 53% and an audience score of 74%. That is totally on point. Yeah. So that, that kind of, that checks. 
I just pulled this up as well. All time worldwide box office, The Fate and the Furious. Fate of the Furious. It, it, what does it say? Oh, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> sorry, uh, is 18th all time at 1.2 billion dollars. Okay. Yeah, so I was a little off. Yeah, but I mean, still, still 1.2 like, billion. Yeah, I mean, it's still. And that's the most. Oh, actually, no, I li- I missed it. Number nine all time is oh. Furious Seven okay. at one point six at one point five billion. So yeah, this this franchise. So you've is got a two in the top twenty. That's right? crazy. Yeah, they're doing okay. <laughs> I would say so. Um, let's see. Uh, we can do the taglines. All right. All right. I got there. Aren't that many for this one either? I'm a little surprised. <laughs> if you have what it takes, you can have it all. <laughs> really? It's dumb. That's, right? so, that's so generic. What's that got to do with this movie? I have no idea. This, this one's pretty <laughs> cheesy, but I like. If loyalties must be broken, if lines must be crossed, do it fast, do it furious. <laughs> I think I that remember. I think I remember that one. <laughs> when the sun goes down, another world comes to life. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird, but all right. <laughs> and the last one. This one's kind of cool. Live life a quarter mile at a time. That's the one I remember. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So those are our taglines for the Fast and the Furious. And I said it right that time. I'll probably say the title wrong another five times before yeah, we're done today. It's all right. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. Yep. Uh, so what's next, cast? We can lightning round this sucker. Oh, yes. Let's lightning round. Let's do it. Where are you? Not quite ready, ACDC. Where are you? There we go. All right. Do not remind me again. I will kill you. Well, then actually do it. Lower LPJ the and Sphinx are fighting right now. Yeah. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. Furiously. Number one. How many actual cars attended the race wars? It was like 1,500. 1,500. I'll, I'll give you two a tie. You did not say anything. Number two, only two American cars are driven in the movie. What are they? One's Dom's the, uh, Charger. the Charger. Dom's Charger. The uh, truck. His the Brian's truck. truck. It is the truck. Ford, yeah, yep. it's a Ford F-150. Who is the pizza boy in the movie? It's the director, Rob Cohen. It is the director. What other franchise, this is kind of cool one, what other franchise has a movie that came out the same year as every Fast and X-Men. Furious movie, with the one exception, it is X-Men. Wow. That is so weird. Isn't it? The exception was in 2014 when Paul Walker died, they had to push the movie back. Otherwise, Days of Future Past yep. would have oh, been wow. that year. Uh, when Dom says you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona, this is a reference to what famous car quote? I have no idea. This is my history I, question. It was Since Jody Ford. was giving me crap about geography before. Yeah, that question wasn't good. I think it's a Ford. It is. It's Henry Ford. He says you can have any color as long as it's not black. Or as long as it is black. That's his quote there. So uh, who has the famous uncredited cameo as the driver of the final truck heist? Oh, I have no idea. I this. read this. I don't remember. The f- driver? Oh, he's the driver of the truck. Yeah. I have no idea. A NASCAR driver. No, it's Kevin Serbo. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, it's her. I feel it was his truck. I read. <laughs> oh, I did not know about that. But wow. Yeah, and he he didn't want to be credited at all. And my final one: during filming, how many vehicles were destroyed? Forty-four. Nope. A hundred. Eighty-nine. Seventy-eight <laughs> was the answer there. Seventy-eight cars destroyed. I imagine that's where most of the budget went. Probably, right? I mean, yeah. 78 cars? That's, that's a lot of money right there. Several million. 
Uh, yeah, our cast uh, would be up next. We got, obviously, we just mentioned them, Paul Walker as Brian O'Connor. Uh, how many movies does he end up doing before he died? He's in the, he died when they were making the seventh one. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's in the seventh one. he wasn't in the third. He wasn't in the third, yeah. So he did okay. uh, six. six of them. He did six of them. Okay. Yep. Uh, obviously, Vin Diesel is Dom Toretto, right? Yep. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is Letty. Uh, which Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez were dating during oh. filming. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Jordana Brewster is Mia Toretto, uh, Dom's sister. I found this kind of interesting. Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster, neither of them had their driver licenses. Yeah, I saw that. That's so wild. So they had to get, tra- like, they were actually training to get their driver's license <laughs> during filming. They it's- were plenty old to have driver's licenses <laughs> oh, at the time. Yeah. I was like, I looked up their ages like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind of weird. Uh, Rick Yoon is Johnny Tran. Our boy from uh, Die Another Day. Die yep. Another Day. For sure. Ted Levine is uh, Sergeant Tanner um, from Monk fame, Heat fame. We've brought him up, I Silence feel like, another lambs. time. Silence of the Lambs. There we I go. forgot he was in this. <laughs> and then just some other names I put down here. <laughs> Obviously, Ja Rule <laughs> is with us. Johnny Strong. Matt Schulze? Schultz. Right? Schultz, okay. <laughs> and Chad Lindbergh, who I'm trying to remember who Chad was. He um, was uh, crap. the one guy that had a hard time and he like ran away. Oh, that's right. At the end. Yeah, yeah. Jesse? Jesse? Yeah, he was Jesse, the, the computer nerd, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there we go. I gotta find Jesse! <laughs> that sounded like John Travolta. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> hey, 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 where's, where's Jesse? Jesse? <laughs> Um, do you want to do... I, I have a few net worths. All right. Let's get to them. All right. So let's start out with uh, Jordana Brewster. What do you think for Jordana Brewster? I don't know. Has she done other of these? Yeah. She's in all, she's in, all of them except six for... Six and a half million. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say five million. Six million. Twelve million dollars. Oh, wow. Okay. We get some money off of this. All right. Next, Michelle Rodriguez. She makes a lot of movies. Twenty million. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fifteen million. Okay. Twenty one million. Thirty million. Wow. And then uh, Vin Diesel. I think Vin's doing all right. I feel like he might have a rough lifestyle. I'll say like forty five million. Oh, you okay. know what? He's got a he's got a couple wives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. F- fifty million. Okay. 110. All right. 200 oh, million. He's doing Vin. all right. Yeah, Vin's doing okay. And then I. It's because he's Groot. That's <laughs> what it is. I outsourced this one because I forgot to do it. So uh, so LPJ is a special uh, net worth. Yeah, list. this is one you guys. Joe, you get to guess this time. Yeah, I'm excited. So Ja Rule's net worth $20. I'm going to say $20 million. $18.5 million. Oh. Eight million. Oh, doing better than DMX. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're all doing better than DMX <laughs> right now. You are not wrong. If you have a net worth of a dollar, you're doing better than Vin Diesel. It's true. Then the DMX. Ah, DMX. Yeah. I got what you're saying. They're basically the same person. Sure. That's what Joe's saying. <laughs> and so as is uh, Hovercraft Joe's tradition, you know, Paul Walker has passed away. We don't. Yes, I don't. I don't look up. He tweets a lot, though. (laughs) From what I heard, though, he's he was the one doing the best out of all of them. I'm sure he probably was at the time. Mm -hmm. He has all that. She's the man. More. I guess in that case, do we want to do music real quick? Yeah, talking Ja Rule. Yeah, we did talk Ja Rule. So we got the song 
furious that we had to find the clean version, by the way. <laughs> so here's a little taste of... And this is the version that's in the movie that we all remember. Sure. Hey, do you know who actually submitted this movie? Paul Walker <laughs> is the YouTube <laughs> subscriber here. Oh, shit. From the grave, here's Ja Rule, everybody, with the clean version. Fast and the Furious. Ja Rule, oh boy, yeah, yeah, it's our world. Please believe y'all ain't real. Please believe it's murder. Please believe I Come on, what's touching me? Are you willing to love me or hate me, baby? Prefer the three, three, six, baby. That's the rule. Please play it, don't get it confused. It's game that we play. Y'all playing to lose. Who's next to want to ride? Who? Spitting how I do, y'all. Know when y'all want to ride? Who? Prove every day I've been really out of control lately. If y'all relating, let me hear you say, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all feeling my pain. I've been running right time in the game. Y'all swerving my lane. I'll pull up and stop popping your frame. Y'all know when these frauds name extravagant champagne. I'm going to give you a hot take right now. <laughs> I hate Ja Rule and what? his music. I couldn't That's see horrendous. it in your face. It is like, I, I don't know if there is anything worse than Ja Rule and his music. Okay, but what about his acting ability? A hell of a lot worse, too. Oh, you didn't like his performance as Edwin? As he was just touching that girl's boob and that was about <laughs> it. So you're not going to do a music blog of Ja Rule. <laughs> that is definitely not happening ever. You know who else doesn't like Ja Rule? Rob Cohen. <laughs> so What's well, ja the story? I don't know that. So the story is, so you know Ja Rule didn't appear in any of their movies? I did know that. He basically was... Right, it became, like, didn't Terrell step in and some other people or whatnot? Who's Terrell? Oh, no, no, no. Terrell? No, 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 Ludacris. I love Luda. Terrell. I meant Ludacris. Right? Yeah. The rapper stepped in. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, you know, no. all those rappers that look the same? <laughs> Terrell. <laughs> I'm going to get phone calls from Player One Miggy about this. He's going to be like, that Sphinx. He did it again. <laughs> that ain't cool, man. That ain't cool. We just lost a couple <sighs> listeners. Listen here. That's not what I meant. So ludicrous. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ja Rule, right? He, the second movie rolls around and Ja Rule's like, I want to raise. And Rob Cohen's like, fuck you, I'm calling Luda. <laughs> That's essentially how the whole story went. Well, that was not as exciting as I thought it would be. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I guess. I mean, did Rob Cohen really say, fuck you, I'm getting ludicrous? I would imagine he probably did. But Rob <laughs> Cohen didn't direct a second one, though. No, but he produced it, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> well, whoever produced it, okay, we'll like, find yeah. out next time. Well, yeah, actually, I, I, actually, I have that information. Oh, so, <laughs> so Rob Cohen did direct this one. Uh, it was inspired by a Vibe magazine article that he read called Racer X. Yeah, I saw that, which was the original name of this movie, actually. And uh, the article is all about street racing in New York City. Okay, so he decided to kind of take that on a little bit further. And then this film is produced by Neil Moritz. Uh, who is huge because yep. he has produced every single Fast and Furious movie, but he also has an insane filmography. Uh, the I know what you did. What I know what you did last summer movies, the Cruel Intention movies, the Triple X movies, and and some really like non actiony things too, like Sweet Home Alabama, uh, Escape Room, Twenty One Twenty Two Jump Street, Evan Almighty, like some uh, Adam everything. Sandler movies. <laughs> He's all over the board for sure. So, yeah. What well, do I feel like uh, Rob Cohen read that article and then watched Point Break <laughs> and then was right. like, 
I got an idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, essentially the plot of this movie is pretty much point break. I mean, obviously there are some differences in it. Just yeah. a few. But, it, I mean, it's it's a pretty decent uh, facsimile of the plot of Point Break for 100%. Yeah. And I didn't even really catch it until until we watched Point Break. Well, I'd never seen Point Break, so I, I didn't make the connection until I watched Point Break. And I was like, this is like the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the same way, except from, from the flip. So after watching Point Break and then after watching this, I'm like, this is just a ripoff of Point Break, like 100%. So... Yeah, I mean they did a good job though. Yeah. Now I got a question for you guys. So before this movie came out, mm-hmm. how much of like the street race racing culture did you see around? Zero uh, percent. Yeah. None. I don't remember seeing. Wait, wait, any wait, of wait, 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 wait. Just to back up, you're asking me about how much street race culture I <laughs> no, saw in Lafonia. What I'm saying is, after this movie came out, like all of a sudden you'd see people with like giant, giant spoilers on the back of their car, or like. Subwoofers in their cutlass. Well, there is that. (laughs) Stickers Uh, all over the back of their window. Well, those were punk stickers. (laughs) I will say that there was a a small group of people that were into it, just because I know that my older brother was one of those people. Like, if you were into cars, you were into this. This movie made it way more mainstream. Sure. Like, it it produced a culture, essentially. It it, it 100% did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there were those groups out there, but, I mean, nothing to the point that, that what this movie did for it. No, but he, but right after that, you know, you'd see people with neon lights at the bottom of their cars, kind of everywhere. You'd yeah, see it all the time. It's and, true. And even like um, Johnny Tran, you know, with the the crotch runners, like those also exploded in popularity. Those those uh, Mitsubishi motorcycles and crotch rockets. Crotch rockets. What do they call it? Crotch, crotch rockers. I, I don't think know that what they call Tyrell it. does crotch <laughs> runners. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, I feel like this movie spawned a bunch of like. Imitate, imitators too you know he had sure. like like biker boys oh, which yeah. is like, and that movie torque which is like a motorcycle yep. one and even we discussed it to a certain extent death race is kind of yeah mm. it's pretty similar or not similar but it has a, a similar beats to it as far as like motifs i mean to it yeah 100 percent. and i would say too like even video game wise like the need for speed series yeah. gran turismo yep um, midnight club yeah, yeah midnight, midnight club, club yeah. totally right like that is all banking on this idea too so sure. yeah uh i guess we could probably start to get into the film right yeah yeah let's so, do it before right. we start i don't know how you guys watched it i watched it on a, a dvd copy i had okay at the beginning, there was a public service announcement. Yes, Did you I get that as well? I remember it from the DVD, but yeah. I didn't watch it on the... Oh, no, actually... Was it just saying that, like, you shouldn't do street racing? Yeah, actually, <laughs> as a matter of fact, because I watched it... Um, I watched it on Netflix, and I think maybe this does sound familiar. I didn't watch it on Netflix. I, I own it on Vudu, and I watched it on Vudu, and you're right. The, the warning is at the beginning of Vudu as well. It says, public service mount- announcement by Paul Walker. Paul Walker comes on. He says, be safe, or be smart, drive safe, be legal. I wonder if that's, that's based on you guys, like what you talked about, like leaving the movie theater and having people burn out and all that. Could I, be. Was, I wonder probably. if it was a response to that. I like mean, maybe they added it to the beginning of the screenings. It makes sense if, it, if that's the case. Yeah. I think I do remember that. It wasn't on the when I watched it on Netflix, it, but I remember Well, they it. didn't have the Paul Walker one. What they had was something similar to it in text. They okay. just had like a black screen with text on there. Oh, no. I had Paul Walker on screen telling me. <laughs> Wow. To be legal. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember that from the DVD, but yeah, that's not what I saw this. Huh? Time. Crazy. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the film starts with uh, the truck heist. Yeah. Right? Truck. Truck heist. I said that right. I don't know. I'm, I'm 
Yeah, no, you said it right. I, I don't yeah, it's truck heist, I'm not like, Tyrell. I'm like double truck heist. <laughs> a bunch of what are they? Honda Civics? Is that what yeah, they're right? Yeah, Honda Civics. And they're like precision driving, and they're like driving under the truck. And they got like these. It's a cool scene for they sure. They got like these harpoons. Yeah, yeah. That pretty much goes through the windshield. Yeah, they do too. One takes out the windshield. And they pull the windshield out, and then another one hits the passenger seat, so they can climb up it. And into the the cab of the truck, yeah, which seems insane. Well, <laughs> like if you're going to stop a truck, that seems like the wrong way to do it. And can we say that yeah. the, the thing that dates this movie right off in the beginning is that these trucks are full of like D- TV VCR combos <laughs> oh, and like yeah. DVD players and like camcorders and it's like oh, okay i mean it was of the time but it's it's really <laughs> funny now to go back and yeah. watch it every single item that people would not buy today is, oh, yeah. is in this truck yeah but it leads me to believe if you got a enough truckloads you can disappear forever they say <laughs> that's yeah like how are they making <laughs> so much money off these electronics i was gonna say even like back then maybe those tv combos were what like 200 bucks if you're lucky yeah so, maybe even. i don't think there were like tens of thousands of like them where in were, the truck where were they like fencing all these electronics <laughs> that they were gonna like disappear and be rich for the rest well, of their lives the other question is were they stealing the truck itself i don't think so if they weren't where the hell were they going to put all that stuff in their Honda Civics? I I thought that they took the truck and like unloaded it. But somewhere. then, where what do they do with the trucks? Uh, what do they do with the drivers? <laughs> they didn't kill them. That's true too. Maybe they did kill them. This just off screen. I don't know. It's it's very unclear. I guess we just uh, know we just know that there's some Honda Civics robbing these trucks, precision driving. It, it is a pretty cool sequence. Yeah. It, it makes cool. for a cool sequence, for sure. It's it, badass it, when they drive under the semi. Yeah. yeah. Although, it's not really a pop quiz, but... So you can't actually do that in real life. The trucks are too low. Yes. If you look at the truck, what they did was they raised, like... they ra- they So where the where the truck bed wheels are, they disconnected the wheels from the... From the from the actual trailer itself, and put like blocks on it, and and reattach the thing, so it's like it's probably a good six or seven inches taller than it normally would be. So you're saying, oh. what other famous movie does this? Christmas it, Vacation. Yep. <laughs> nice. Wow. When Clark, you know, drives yeah. right under the log truck. Yeah, they did the same thing the same way. Good hey. work, hovercraft, nice Joe. Work, Sweet. So you're saying next time I have you all in the car. Don't I shouldn't do, do this in my Ford Flex. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. For you, sure. A crossover SUV, not a great idea. <laughs> I don't know. That Ford Flex could look nice as a convertible. I got, <laughs> I got one at home, too. Um, so after this, we're introduced to Brian O'Connor, yep. Paul Walker's character. He's kind of uh, doing some racing in a parking lot. Um, he then goes to uh, Toretto's... Um, Ah, crap, what is it called? It's his like garage slash restaurant slash grocery store, I guess. <laughs> well, I think I think oh, he no. just goes to the restaurant. He did, the garage is in a different location, I thought. Oh, I thought it was I a, think they do it all there. It's Toretto's market and cafe. So maybe you're right. Maybe the garage is at a different I thought the, yeah, I thought the garage was somewhere else. So anyway, so he's there, he's eating a tuna fish sandwich, he's there every day. Uh, Toretto and his crew show up, uh, his one crew member, uh, Vince, 
is not a fan of Brian, basically tells him to get out of there. They have a fight. Uh, Dom breaks it up. Um, he's like, oh, you work for Harry? He's like, you don't anymore. You know, Harry's like the guy that, uh, Harry runs a store. It's like all the like auto parts. It's where all the street racers go to get their parts. And we find out that's where Brian's working. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> And then that kind of cues us into to the, the big first night race, right? Right, yeah. The big like street race where we're introduced to Ja Rule as Edwin and a couple of the other characters. And they're like... Uh, you got Limp Biscuit playing in the background. <laughs> roller, roller. I just they go keep, through I just so many songs flashbacks. in this movie. Yeah, they do. <laughs> like every ten seconds, they change songs. <laughs> yep. So I don't even remember how he gets into the big race between them. He I, is it pretty much. Uh, well, you go ahead, Jody. They're all putting up two thousand dollars to get uh-huh. into the race. He's like, I don't have two thousand dollars. Here's the pink slip to my car. Oh, that's right. And then they're like, Well, what kind of car do you got? And they take him over. Like, you're going to make me open it up and look? <laughs> yeah. And he has apparently a sweet car. I don't really know much. Well, so the thing that always strikes to me, again, with, with being in a car family and it being so popular, so crazy popular because of this movie, is the NOS. <laughs> that, you know, it says oh, it yeah. right on the canisters, in the engine, and, and underneath it um, to get that that extra push that you get from your vehicle. So What, was, what name was... Is Brian's name actually Brian, or is it the other name? They're both Brian, I believe. It's Brian, Brian Spinelli. Brian O'Connor, and he goes by Brian Spil- Earl Spilner. Spilner, like, okay. yeah. like his, he keeps the same first it's name. It's like his undercover name. Uh, I, I love that part, though, and I have this written in my notes because it's such a ridiculous quote where uh, they're over there, they're like, oh, is that your car? And he's like, I'm standing by it, and Ja Rule's like, his name is Edwin. He's like, Edwin happens to know a few things, and one of the things Edwin knows is it's not how you stand by your car, it's how you race your car. Better learn that. <laughs> He also says, remember what he says when he sees all the NOS in his car? He's got enough NOS in there to blow himself up. <laughs> Good Lord. One quote I like here was when Letty comes up, Dom's pull, Dom pulls up and his crew pulls up. Mm-hmm. And he gets out and these girls come up to Dom and she walks up and she's like, I smell skanks. <laughs> <laughs> this, this entire scene is just extra. Right, like you've got all these girls that are yeah. the whole movie wearing, is. you know, they're just so scandalous looking. <laughs> you, you've got this, this, you know, like you said, like different song playing every ten seconds. It's like really the street is being closed for like two hours without nobody <laughs> noticing that this is a thing. <laughs> and, and, There's and, like hundreds of cars lined up. Or, it's like, can what? we talk about the fact that the uh, the Asian guy in the race at one point they show me he's singing his car and he's like playing he's a playing video. Station. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's playing he's got a too. He's like, why is that necessary? <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I don't get this. Yeah, ja Rule's got his hand on that girl's boobs. It's like... He was getting a menage a trois. <laughs> menage! <laughs> That's what he yells as he drives. But yeah. what does he yell as he gets passed? Monica! <laughs> <laughs> Which is like... Which is like, there's so many people there for the street race, but like, wouldn't watching a street race be horrible? You're like standing in one spot and they drive by you at like 100 miles an hour. Oh yeah, and then it's done. So I got another pop quiz for us. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> All right. So this was supposed to be a quarter mile race. <laughs> Based on how fast they were actually going during this race, <laughs> how long should this race actually have lasted? Approximately. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, probably three, four miles. 
No, no, no. Like keep, keeping many, it as a quarter mile race. How, many oh, seconds? Mile how race? long would it? Yeah, uh, like ten seconds. Yeah, probably ten <laughs> yeah, seconds. It's ten seconds. <laughs> Yet this race goes for two minutes in the movie. <laughs> it's shorter than the runway in a future movie. <laughs> that I, is true. I mean, it is a really cool scene. I love the special effects when you see, like, the engine, you know, like, yeah, and, yeah. and the movement of, you know, gasoline and all that going through the, the pistons and all that kind of stuff and the ignitions. Those are all, really cool scenes. And that's all computer animated, and yeah. it doesn't look bad. Like, it, I think that part holds up really well. Oh, for sure. No, I mean, I think it's a little stylized, but I oh, think it's sure. supposed to be. Yeah. Like, it, it's done in a way where it, it kind of, you know, it holds up, I guess. Yeah. They what? keep that going for a few movies, too. Oh, it's in all the movies. As far as I can remember, that, that style of... But, but uh, when did um, when did Fight Club come out? 2004? It was after I this, I think it was right? after this, yeah. No, no was it? It was before this. I saw it in college. Well, yeah, I thought... I saw it, Fight oh, Club in college. Right. Yeah, okay. I thought Fight Club was before this. Because Fight Club is the first time I remember seeing that technique. Because uh, there's a scene where, he, where there's a gun in... Um, in uh, what the hell's his name? Ninety nine. Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden, not Tyler Durden. Uh, Edward Norton's Ed- mouth, and um, like they pull back from it, and it's all computer animated. It's something Fincher does. Okay. Um, but that was the first time I remember seeing. I couldn't remember if it was this movie or that movie, but like, there's a lot of you see that in a lot of things now, mm-hmm. like the whole inner workings of of whatever it is they're dealing with. But then I also liked the the movement from one driver to the next. Like yeah. those are cool camera scenes too. I mean, they really. You know, for how silly all of the movie is at this point, showing the race is a really cool scene. Yeah. Like, it, it's neat. And I'm assuming that the other movies follow that pretty well, too. Um, The other movies are very different. The, yeah. Believe it or not, this this movie is the outlier. Well, the second one's a lot like this. Oh, the second one's a lot like this. The second this, one yeah. is very similar. Even the third, the third one, to a similar extent. Too. Yeah. It's kind of the fourth movie. The fourth movie has a lot of elements of this one. It's really the fifth movie, I think, when they kind of turn the corner and really put the franchise in a different direction. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right about that. Yeah, because the, the movie... Like these movies are kind of standalone for the most part. It's like four through the rest of them, they're very serialized. Like they all build on yeah. whatever happened previously, and they kind of retconned in the other movies into the new movies. It's true. Um, so Dom wins this race. Uh, Brian, as he says, dude, I almost had you. <laughs> and what is uh, Vin Diesel says? He says, You never had your car. Granny shifting, not double clutching like you should be. I don't know what any of that means, but I love <laughs> but the, that. But then line. the crowd is like, Oh, yeah, they're like, Oh, oh Street Racer Burn. I don't know if any of that means anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he gets the, the famous line. That's when he tells him where it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning is winning. Yep. Um, You're so, either first or last. <laughs> so the cops show up. There's a big like raid on the street race, and everyone kind of scrambles. And the cops are going to get Toretto, but Brian shows up and saves him in his car, and they take off. Uh, that's when we're introduced to Johnny Tran, him and his cousin. They show up on motorcycles, and they kind of make oh, they make him get off the road. That seemed really weird too. Like that whole like why would they follow him? Like why would they? I don't know. Make him go. Because they had a beef with uh, Toretto. Yeah, I get it. But why would Toretto just go with them? Uh, I don't, they had guns. They, they, had a, they, they had didn't a, see the guns. Yeah, they had like a machine gun. I thought they tapped the, 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 the yeah, gun. Yeah, they were forced the to go. They they circled All around right, them and they yeah they tapped the guns and said, follow me. And so they had Backwards to do a moment. As Toretto's trying to run away on foot from the cops, <laughs> you can see they're down an alley. The cops are behind him. 
And then all of a sudden, Brian O'Connor's behind him in his <laughs> car. He's like, get in. And they still get away. But then yeah. they do get run into Johnny Train. It's big trouble then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they, the, him and Johnny Train have a history. They end up blowing up Brian's car, which was actually Dom's car because he beat him in the race and he put the pink slip up. Yep. Uh, so they take him back to he takes him back to Dom's house. That's the famous, uh, you can have any uh, beer you want as long as it's a Corona scene. It's, but why? Because the Buster kept him out oh, of handcuffs. Yeah. That's the one. That's the <laughs> Why'd you bring the Buster? And he's like, because the Buster kept me out of handcuffs. There's so many great lines in this. <laughs> I remember saying great that lines, so yes. many times. Yeah, we, we used movie. to just randomly say it. Yeah, I, there, there's a, something specific that's going to come up once we get to the part. But anyways, uh, so then we kind of we we peel back a little bit. We that's when we first find out that Brian is this undercover cop. And he's working with the FBI to kind of solve this case because uh, there are all these truck robberies and the FBI wants to stop him. And I, is it just me or are they like blowing this case out of proportion? Oh, they're blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> DVD re- players can set you up for life. <laughs> well, their their ration it's weird. Their rationale is the word on the street is the uh, truckers are going to start to retaliate. Right. So it's like, who are they going to retaliate against? It's one guy, <laughs> one trucker against like this whole group of people robbing them. Obviously, they 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 weren't retaliating before. Yeah, and it, also, why would the trucker care? And like, what, it's not their product. Was there a spokesperson for the truckers? They're like, just just in, so you guys know if one of us gets robbed again, we're fighting back. Yeah, did the truck drivers union get together and be like, <laughs> all right, everyone, arm yourselves? Question: Why are the cops so concerned that the truck drivers are going to take revenge? Against the criminals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This whole thing se- seems set up to save the criminals. <laughs> yeah, this is anti-truck right here. <laughs> so uh, Brian brings Dom the truck, the car that he owes him, but it's this real like trash, like blown up car, and they're like, ah, yeah, you owe me a 10-second car. This is like a 10-minute car. But apparently the engine is really sweet. Again, I don't know anything about cars, but they pop the hood and they're like, oh, man, this is sweet. So I'm like, all right, okay, it's sweet, right? Um, they That's when they had that funny scene with uh, Jesse, who's like the smart one. And he's using like those graphics on the computers to show him how he's going to build the car. And I'm like, does this movie know how computers work? <laughs> As he pulls out the floppy disk, too. Yeah. He's like, oh, and Brian's like, you should be going to MIT or something. Because he's like, you know, super smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of like, th- there's a long, not long sequence, but this is just basically we get a lot of stuff of Brian kind of getting in with Toretto and his crew. Other than Vince, who always hates him. And Vince is like immediately suspicious of him from like moment one. Which makes sense. He's the only one who actually has it right. Well, it's true. Yeah, he ends up being completely right about the whole situation. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that scene where they have the uh, barbecue in the backyard and he gets all pissed off and like leaves. And in my notes, I'm like, man, it's a good thing he pulled in last because he's able to pull right yeah. out of the parking lot and leave. <laughs> but I mean, he comes driveway. back. He does come back because he wants to get some of that sweet chicken that they were eating. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing about this, this movie is the whole family aspect of it. And that keeps coming up like through the rest of the series. But I don't really feel it. It it, it seems very forced and not believable because Dom's relationship with his sister does not really play out into anything. If anything, at the end, she gets all upset about what's going to happen to him once, you know, Paul Walker figures out what is what's actually going down. But I I don't know. I don't buy it personally. But 
I mean, I think it expands the further the series goes that on. That is true. It does definitely expand. Yeah, I mean, really... Fair enough. F- I mean, 4 is almost really the sequel to this movie. It's it, In some ways, you're right, yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, I just want to mention, I have a note that says, Make your own goddamn popcorn! <laughs> <laughs> Vince has a hard time with that microwave. Yeah, he's, he's having so much trouble trying to cook microwave popcorn. Oh, and did you see... This could be a pop quiz, but it's not a pop quiz. Did you see what movie they're watching? When they're um, oh, a dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Yeah, which is a Rob Cohen movie. Yep, they're watching uh, Enter the Dragon, not whatever it is, uh, yeah. the Bruce Lee story. It's a so. shameless plug right there. Yeah, he's like, "This is my movie. I'm going to put it in." Was that scene a lot like when you saw the movie for the first time, Sphinx? Yeah, actually, it kind of was. <laughs> you are not wrong there. So someone's sister was cleaning up all your guys' mess <laughs> and doing your dishes. Uh, I actually think you're pretty right. So, um. <laughs> So then, like, it gets into the scene where they're, like, uh, they're, they're still trying to solve this crime. So Brian's, like, kind of going to investigate all the garages. He, like, goes to Hector's to see what's going on. And then that's where he runs into Vince and Dom and they're because they're doing the same thing. And they're like, yeah, what are you doing? He's a cop. He's a cop. But Vince mm-hmm. is like, he's like, no, he's like, I, I owe you this car. So I got to know what's going on. I got to win you money. At, you know, so they go to Johnny Trans and inside Johnny Trans garage, there's a bunch of DVD players and electronics and stuff. And they see him bring like this guy in. I don't know who he is. Is he their fence or he's somebody, their car guy? I, I don't know. I, I think he's their accountant. Can we back no, up real quick? he stole the engines. Oh. Oh, that's okay. was, He stole the engines. Okay, so to back up, I mean, it, it's Dom that is, it's his group that's stealing the DVD players and the VCRs. Did he set it in Johnny Tran's garage for blackmail then? No, they, they reveal. Or they just somehow had their own stockpile of Basically, stuff. yeah, because they reveal later, because what happens was, is that, Brian gives this information to the FBI, and they want to. They well, act they rate on it. Him, they right? rate yeah. it, and then they it basically comes out. They're like, "No, those were all legally purchased." They oh, so, you're right. I do remember that. So why that, did they have so many? Right, uh, which uh, <laughs> right, it still doesn't make sense why they had so many. And really, a, a nice coincidence that that's the exact same ones that they're looking the, for. The raid scene though was interspliced with a. Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez sex scene. Yeah, that oh, is true. Is that, too. that is really weird. I forgot about that when I was rewatching it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's weird. Wow. Well, and and this, not so much like, acting there since they were dating. <laughs> so this like this raid fails and the FBI is all pissed at Brian, even though he said that they shouldn't act on it. Yeah. And like this that doesn't is, make sense either. Like he told you not to do anything. Yeah. Like why are you pissed at? Because he's like, oh, you're gonna put this on me. But like, here's the thing. I was I'm wondering after watching this movie, like you know, 15 times. Like this was this the FBI? They're like, we have this one thing we're doing for the investigation. We have this guy. We're not doing anything else to try and solve this case. We're like, we're just gonna put you undercover. We're not gonna do yeah. anything else to try and figure it Where's out. Where's Gary Busey in this movie with the big binoculars looking outside the garage, <laughs> staring in on what's going on? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why did Brian go on the raid? Wouldn't it make sense if this didn't work? It might blow his cover. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he had a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, and, and that's where he, because they're like, the, the his captain is all, all along has been saying that it's Toretto, and like Brian doesn't want to believe it. Uh, and that's when he kind of tells him about Toretto's past, where he was like in jail for a while because he, uh, he killed a guy, basically. No, he didn't he beat- kill him. He beat a guy with a tire iron. It was the guy that killed his dad. Oh, that's right. Because the guy in the race, he like his dad was a racer, and the guy bumped him, and he crashed into the wall and died. And then Toretto saw the guy later and beat him with a wrench. Yep. Right. Okay, that's right. Um, another truck gets robbed. We learned that. Also, can anyone explain to me why 
Brian undercover. Why he has to sleep in a cot in the store in the auto parts store? Yeah, I don't know. They can get him super expensive cars, but they cannot get him a one bedroom apartment. An apartment, anything, even a hotel room. Yeah, they're like, no. Here's a cot in the back room. Why can't he just stay at home? Is he homeless? It's very confusing. I, I like didn't put it together, but I'm like this time watching it. I'm Brian like, had a rough life. You'll learn more in the second movie. <laughs> okay. Um, so then they have like uh, the as we said, the raid doesn't work. They have 36 hours to crack the case, which I don't know why there's a deadline on it. Um, we got the sweet scene where he races a guy in the Ferrari. Smoke him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is a great one, uh, and that's where. Um, <laughs> So they go to this restaurant and they're eating shrimp and he slides across the table and he's like, oh, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's directions to race wars. So after we saw this movie, it was when you worked at the video store. Uh-huh. I went up to the video store one day and like <laughs> slid him a piece of paper across the counter and you were like, what is that? I'm like, it's directions to race wars. And then I like left. <laughs> it was great. It was real good. Um, but so you know what the funny thing What nerdy. I couldn't figure out is if they're all driving together, why does he need directions to race wars? Well, if you've learned anything about this movie is that street racers don't carpool because everywhere they drive, That's they're all enough. pulling up in all their individual cars. Yeah. Um, so they go to race. Hold on real quick, real oh. quick. Oh, crap. I screwed up. Uh-oh. I screwed up. Hold on. Here we go. Pop quiz, hot shot. How many cars were at Race Wars? 1,500. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, we did that one already. Yeah. Yeah. It bitch. was in your lightning round. Good job, Tyrell. <laughs> um, I just want to say. Quiz, hot shot. I don't have another one. Uh-oh. I just wanted to do it. Race Wars seems like my nightmare. Me too. <laughs> oh, God. It's like on an... Here's the thing I couldn't get. So it's on like an old army base. Do you have to buy a ticket to Race Wars? Because there were people like checking at the gate. Maybe you just I, had to check IDs? I don't know. Like I couldn't figure out. And, and if it's this big organized event that all these people are going to, why is it so mysterious that people don't know about it? That's what I don't get. I mean, that kind of stuff does happen. Like, you know, like the Woodward Dream Cruise that happens here in Metro Detroit every year. They use that Pontiac Speedway, and they do a very similar thing where people can sign up, race their cars, and do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But why this one? Yeah, like why is it mysterious, yet there's 1,500 cars all driving to the desert? Like, things don't add up. I think we should start carrying our money rolled up with a rubber band as well. Well, and how does <laughs> it, sure. how does it work? Like do you does everybody put up their pink slips? Pretty much. And, and if that's the case then does one person walk away with like 400 cars? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it, you well, find well, someone and, to bet with. And, and whatever I'm curious, you want to bet. Like like what is the legal like there's like what's what if you say, you know what, I changed my mind, I'm not doing <laughs> this. Like the police can't like yeah. They're, they're going to support you. Like, you didn't sign any contracts or agreements that you were going to legitimately give your car away if you lost the race. We find out what happens later on to Jesse <laughs> when you don't give up your car. Yeah. You are correct. We I do have a find pop out. Quiz. Pop quiz, hot shot. So, speaking of Jesse, I know this right uh-huh. now. I know the answer. <laughs> Who purchased Jesse's Volkswagen after the movie was made? Oh, Frankie Frank Munez. Munez. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> That sounds about right. So, <laughs> so Fra- he probably lives in. That I almost now. said so. Frankie Munoz. <laughs> so Jesse races Johnny Tran at Race Wars, and he loses. Oh, a big surprise! Yeah, he loses. That's where you get the great line where Johnny Tran's like, "Too soon, Junior," because he uses his nasty soon, which yep. again is like. So uh, Jesse loses, but he freaks out and he just keeps driving. Uh, that's where you get another one of my favorite lines in this movie when Johnny Tran confronts uh, Dom and they have the fight. Do you remember what it is? 
Do you no. remember his line? No. What Dom says to him? I never knocked on oh, nobody. I never knocked on nobody. Which oh, I wrote that down in my notes. Which is for like the longest time, like I didn't realize he was saying narked. I thought he was saying knocked on nobody. And I'm like, what's that mean? And then I realized it was narked on nobody. Because Johnny Tran thinks he ratted him out to the police because of the right. raid. And then after that in my notes, I, I wrote down random dancing glow stick boy. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I'm yeah. trying to remember what happened. So is there a dance that well, night? Ra- ra- like a, yeah, like a raid? Like a big party. Yeah, Race Wars seems like it's like a, um, what's that big, uh, like... Like Burning Man? Burning Man with, like, drag racing uh, is kind of how it seems. Yeah, if I remember right, there's, like, a glow stick party. I think there's, like, this big fat guy, like, rolling around. They wanted to further make it that it's my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the Dom and the gang, even though they're down one person, they're, they're like, we got to pull another job. So they go off to rob another truck. Yeah. They uh, leave right from race. Wars. That's yeah, true. And that's how Brian pretty much puts it all together at that point. Right. Yeah. Cause then that's when he tells Mia, he's like, Hey, I'm a cop. We got to stop Dom because the truckers are going to fight back because they're the truckers deadline has been reached. So, I, I, like so I wrote it down because I was like, like, why is he telling Mia? But I guess he's telling her because he thinks their lives are actually in danger that these cop that these truckers are going to shoot back. I just it just doesn't make well, sense because because he knows that she can find out where he is. Yeah, and I think he he wants to. I, I right, at this point, than, it gets very point break, right? Like, is well, he there to save them or is he there to arrest them? We don't really neither. know totally. I, th- I think he's there to try and stop them from getting arrested. That, like, the police are closing in on you. The, the things are, the truckers are going to start to fight back. Like, it's going to get bad. Bail out now. I think that's essentially what he's going to do. See, I think you feel that way because, I mean, he does go rogue, doesn't he, in the other movies? Right? He he's no longer a cop in the other movies, He goes rogue at the end of this movie. He's kind of a cop in the he's, yeah, he, in the second one. He's working with the cops. Is he, he works with them. Yeah, because I just I feel like that still wasn't fully there yet. Well, like, and the, in the, the in the fourth one, he's back with the FBI. Yeah, I I, I always the, thought it was just that he knew that the truckers were going to be they were going to fight back and try and kill, and he didn't want them to he get just didn't killed. Want them to get killed. Yeah, he's a member of the family now. Yeah, right. That's yeah, a, that's there what you I go. Do. And that that's where it is very point break, where his his like allegiances are kind of you know yeah tested so they end up catching up with them there's another kind of cool sequence where they're like the truckers got a shotgun and like i remember how but vince gets tangled up in that uh the grappling the, hook the grappling hook and he's like hanging off the side and his arms all gnarly and like letty's car crashes and all this stuff happens and uh brian shows up ends up saving vince getting him off the truck um, and I think that's when they all find out that he's a cop because he calls in like a like a he calls it a hella, hella rescue for uh, for Vince for Vince yeah yeah because he's so messed up. Um, so they they take off. He stays with Vince. Uh, they go back to the house because they're still trying to find Jesse. As as I said before, Brian, I gotta find Jesse because uh, Tran's still looking for. So <laughs> Jesse shows up at the house and he's like, "Oh, Dom, I'm so scared, Dom." And then like immediately, like Johnny Tran shows up on motorcycle with his cousin and they just mow him down with like a machine gun, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so him and so Brian and um, Dom take off after him. Dom's got his sweet uh, charger, charger, and they race after him. And I think they end up killing them both. I don't remember if they're Johnny Tran's dead. They end up I think he is. I think they're both dead. Okay. Yeah, they kill him. Well, oh, the one, yeah. the one like flies off the side of a hill or something, yeah. and, and then he out. sees him like laying there. We don't know, confirm he's dead, right. but Johnny Tran he gets hit with a car. Yeah, and like I think is it Brian goes over to him and he like checks his pulse. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
So it kind of ends with uh, Dom and uh, Brian. They're gonna have they're gonna have the race because he catches up to him and he's like, ah, he's like, I'm not going back to jail. And he talks about how he used to always race this stretch because it's like it's a quarter mile from here to the train tracks. So he's got that souped up he's got charger, that sweet charger, and it's like it bucks when it goes to. And they, yep. So they like they charge and they're racing and they're like, oh no, a train's coming. <laughs> so they like both jump in front of the train and then I can't remember what happens, but then Dom ends up wiping out right he drive they jump over the train tracks yep dom like they kind of look at each other at the both make it and they kind of so he's looking to the side and he like hits the front of another semi oh and right. he flips his car over brian's car <laughs> yeah like yeah. up all the way over in the air across the lanes yeah he gets plugged he gets he gets uh t-boned yeah, yeah. and yeah. then he so then but then like uh he gets he's fine of course you know because oh, of it, course no his arm looked his like arm pretty it was mangled. like dead which okay. i have a question oh go finish no go ahead say no. his arm was dead <laughs> it looked like it was dead okay Here, you got to finish first before so, i can go so basically he gets out of the car and brian gives him the keys to his and he's like hey i owe you a 10 second car and lets him get away and that's the end of the movie. My question there, all these cars are manual transmission. Dom can't move his arm. How is he driving <laughs> and doing operating the... Well, which stick? arm was it? I mean, if his left arm was bashed, he'd be okay. Well, then how's he going to steer the car? Well, I, I, had uh, a, I had a manual. I was able to drive it one-handed sometimes. No one should have been riding in that car with you. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, I, and I, I would also say that car's got so much power that trying to drive that sucker with one hand, like you, you could not control it. You're right. Can we go back a little bit from yeah. when they're trying? No, we can't. <laughs> no, we're done. No, this, uh, this jo- episode's going Hovercraft on. Hovercraft Joe said it's over. It's <laughs> over. Okay. Back when they're Brian like gets Vince, he jumps from his car onto the semi. Yeah. He then grabs Vince, untangles his arm, and they. Throws him across. <laughs> now, the truck and the car are still driving very fast. Mm-hmm. Brian jumps back on. He's holding onto the top <laughs> of his convertible. They get bumped by the semi and go off the road, but immediately just stop. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, from me to Sphinx across the table, they stop that fast. <laughs> yep. And, and at that point, too, when, when obviously the heist is, is over, like, the truck driver... Kevin just, Sorbo? Yeah, Kevin Sorbo just needs to kill them, right? <laughs> like, he, like there's scenes where you just see him driving straight. Like, why would you continue to do that? Like, do everything you can to ram these civics off the road, but well, it's no. only when you bring it up does it actually kind of happen. Well, you'd think like, you'd want to just get out of there. I don't, I, At that point, you'd, you'd probably call the police and then keep driving. I feel if I'm the truck driver, they shoot through my window. Yeah. I just stop and say, just take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true too. Like, I, why, again, like we mentioned this earlier, like why why are these truck drivers so tied to this merchandise? So now I do have a question because I, I have not seen all of the second one. Is is the aftermath at all discussed in the second movie? Like, because at this point, Vince is in police custody because yeah. he's in in the hospital. They know that he's one of the so they know everybody that's in this group of thieves, right? I don't think they do. No, the, I well, I think there's a, um, and I think there's like maybe an extended cut of the second one where it's basically like after the first movie, Brian just leaves California and goes. He's kind of in hiding, if you will. Brian when, is. Yeah, in he's the, in, in Miami. In, he in Miami. Miami. 
and they they kind of bring him in because they need a driver and they know they're like hey we know what happened you let this guy get away but we're going to give you another shot because we need a driver to go in and infiltrate this like drug dealers organization so they do address it he's not a cop and he's kind of living in a different city still street racing but kind of under a different name and kind of in in some ways in hiding because well what i mean is what happens to the to the group well, because you you never see that like you you obviously Vince comes back at some point in the movies. I think it's what is it? Well, five? you know, and I was wondering why why was the why is the one guy the other guy? Yeah, why he's can't never think of he never shows up. Leon, Leon, yeah. Why has Leon never been in one of the other movies? Because no. his name's Johnny Strong, and that's too intense for Vin <laughs> Diesel, so he was cut clearly. Yeah, but he you you never see him again. Well, yeah, you think that he would be like, oh yeah, Letty was also robbing cars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, were they were? Did they all get arrested? Like, what happened to them? Well, I, and don't they explain that a little bit in the fourth one? Because weren't they all like maybe not? Um, I haven't seen the fourth one in a long time. Well, like the fourth one, like starts with kind of a flashback where it's like him and Letty, and they're down in like South America somewhere, like pulling jobs. So I think you're supposed to believe that they left the country, and they were like I, that's why they didn't get arrested. That they left the country and they were out of the country until the fourth one. And they just left. They just left Leon hanging in the wind with Vince. I guess. <laughs> and Jesse's dead with his dad's car. You find out. <laughs> um, Leon could have just left. No one even knew who he was. That's true. That's true. But Mia's there, like, I guess, just living in the house. Well, she wasn't robbing anyone. She was clean. I guess. That's true. Well, no, but she knew. Oh, all right. Well, so there is an alternate ending. Did you guys catch any of what this was? No. That they left out at the end. Nope. So uh, Tanner, the sergeant, uh, drops Brian off at the Toretto home uh, to try and get Mia uh, to move away with him. And she's all like, oh, that's way too difficult. It's not quite so easy. And he he, try, and he tells her, I resigned from the LAPD, and I'm willing to take any risk for you. And then it's just supposed to kind of fade and end. Huh. But they decide just to cut it. So I don't know. It sounds like, though, maybe we haven't seen the second one in a while. Does any of that relate to how the second one starts? Or and The second one just starts where he's in Miami. So okay, so it's not really. With- yeah. Tyrese and Ludacris. <laughs> I guess I need to watch the second one now. The second one's not that bad, really. I don't think it's that bad. Um, Back in the chase with Johnny Tran, Johnny Tran is shooting so many bullets from <laughs> his machine gun. <laughs> Non-stop. He's just like firing the entire time they're driving yeah. down just residential streets. J- James Bond villain style where he can't actually <laughs> oh, hit anybody. Exactly. Did you, did you guys see that this movie originally got an R rating? No. I did. Did you see what they had to change? They said that the shots of what was it? They said that the shots of Vince's like mutilated arm when he was hanging from the truck were so like gross that they had to cut some of that down to get it down to a PG thirteen. Which is like, what did it look like before they yeah. cut it down? That was so gross it's like, that like Paul Verhoeven level. <laughs> <bloody. laughs> it was like his bone hanging out of his arm or something. Uh, interesting. Did you see that this one movie won an award? What uh, an MTV. M- it was an MTV <laughs> movie award. Of course it was. But do you know what it was? No. For Ja Rule? It was not Ja Rule. <laughs> it was the best on-screen duo, Dom Toretto, Brian, and, Ro- Brian O'Connor. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, speaking of Brian O'Connor, I do have some role reversals. Okay. So well, we talked about the, the Toretto role reversal earlier, Timothy Oliphant. That still blows my mind. <laughs> so, I'll, you know, let me do the Mia. So, so Mia's role reversal is a little different. The movie was actually written for, her part was actually written for Eliza Dushku. Okay. And she's like, no, I'm not doing this movie. <laughs> so she turned it down. But uh, all of these people... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think she would do fine in the movie, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All of these people that I'm naming uh, all auditioned for it but didn't get it. Natalie Portman. 
What? I read this that was too. like right out of Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been weird. Well, no, this would have been filming at the... During oh, yeah. Attack of the Clones. During Attack of the Clones, yeah. So she auditioned, auditioned for it. Uh, I think it would have been yeah, no. a weird. different word. Yeah, weird. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay, I'm yeah. for yeah. that. I can yeah, see that. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> now, you got to think 2001. Kirsten Dunst. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> Alicia Dushku as well. I yeah. feel like, you know. Uh, Bijou Phillips. Okay. And uh, Jessica Biel. Oh, man. I think Jessica Biel Jessica would have been, been yeah, fine. For sure. Now, the role reversals for Brian. They're not that funny. Well, one of them is funny. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think he would have been fine. Yeah. Yep. Christian Bale. <laughs> weird. Oh, I think Lord. it would have been weird, and I think he would have taken it way too seriously. <laughs> yeah. And Eminem. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Slim Shady and Ja Rule together? I think that would have worked. It would have been weird, but it would have worked. <laughs> is that right uh, after 8 Mile? I think 8 Mile was... I think 8 Mile was after. After that. It's Ed real close. Like 2002-ish, saw, maybe? Oh, maybe you're right. I saw it was Eight probably Mile pretty close. in East Lansing, or in downtown Lansing, sorry. I so think it's still at school. I think it's pretty close. You love the downtown Lansing <laughs> Mall. Uh, we're getting the word right here. It is... 2002, a year later. Okay, year later. so close. Yeah. All right, well, there you I, go. I don't think he would do a good Brian. I think he could definitely fit in the movie, just not as that character. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. He's a Jesse. <laughs> I, honestly, he is kind of a Jesse, I would say. No. There was no reversals. It was always Vin Diesel. Thought I had saw that there Timothy was someone Oliphant. else. Oh, that's right, Timothy. And Oliphant. then there, it was Timothy Elephant, and then he turned. Then he didn't take the role for did, whatever. Did he did. did you see? And maybe I'm. I read. I read this a while, but did I see something crazy where they said that like originally he had in mind that like the Toretto role was going to be um, Mario Lopez, and that the, the entire Say by the Bell cast. And he wanted Bri- <laughs> he wanted Brian O'Connor to be uh, Mark Paul Gosler, and Jesse was going to be Dustin Diamond. But he thought that people wouldn't buy it, and it would be too weird, so it never got off the. I the, read that too. It would have been weird, but that. I I would have loved this movie a hell of a that lot more. All works. That it's yeah, so it works. It's so weird how much all of that works. Yeah, supposedly that's what he had in mind, but obviously yeah, because didn't get Mia it. would be Kelly. Yeah, and then movie would have been. Great. I guess would Jesse have been, um, Letty? Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> weird. With that, all right, we ready to rate it? Yep. Okie dokie. Jody, you can either lead us off or... I'm going to pass. <laughs> okay. LPJ? I'll go first. Uh, I like this movie. I think it's really watchable. Obviously, we have a bit of a history with it. Um, you know, it's pretty ridiculous and pretty silly. It's not as good as the later movies, um, but it's still pretty good. Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. That's fair. I'll go. Uh, I, I'm pretty much right in line with you, LPJ. I, it's it's super watchable. I still, when it's on TV, I still watch a little bit of it. It's it's kind of over the top and it's super dated now, but kind of just as a starting point for the giant franchise that I mean, like, I'm going to go see every Fast and Furious movie that comes out. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't hold up as well and it's parts of it are kind of a little too over the top. So I'm going to give it three and a half as well. This is not my movie. Uh, I really wasn't a, you know, I like some of the scenes. You know, I like Vin Diesel. He's kind of badass in this movie. Um, but but the plot doesn't make any sense. It's silly. There's things that are just very, very outrageous. You're telling me that the other movies are better. Well, some of the other movies are better. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't pique my interest to continue further, though, into the, the series. 
Sorry. I mean, with The Rock in the new one, that's got me a little bit more interested. Well, too bad you're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Honestly, like like four through the rest of them are totally different movies. Yeah. yeah. I not... think if you see five, you're going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I think you will. For this particular movie, I'm just giving it two shotgun or two uh, machine Two shotguns. Two shotguns. <laughs> There's a bunch of shotguns from the truck Two drivers. Kevin Sorbo shotguns. Two Kevin Sorbo shotguns. Okay. I think I'm going to give this movie four NOS tanks. <laughs> oh, oh, NOS tanks. <laughs> All right. I really enjoy this movie. I laughed out loud multiple times while I was watching <laughs> Can't it. Can't imagine. So I'm glad I got to be here when Joe told me that this we were doing. I was like, yeah, I want to do that. I, I told him about 12 times. It's true. I was like, you can do it if you want. <laughs> It's nice. true. He did. Like, I got to check with Knopf Snyder, though. It's true. And then I, I. What about Sphinx? Listen here. I also help run this show. Thank you. <laughs> we discussed earlier on a previous episode I was on. Knopf Snyder is the CEO of this <laughs> ship. He thinks he's a CEO. <laughs> he's far from it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <clears throat> anyway, we're, we're beyond our time today. <laughs> so, but I will say, Jody, thank you so much for being on, as usual. Yeah. I appreciate the beer. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You still got, I got a few more beers if we need another beer. <laughs> we, Ooh, yeah, we were yeah, actually more. drinking Coronas. It's not, we weren't just joking. We actually were drinking Coronas. Oh, yeah. yeah little, no limes, sure. but still Coronas. <laughs> yeah. It, it counts. It's fine. Um, but we are the Last Action Podcast coming to you every single Monday. Um, and occasionally Fridays in October. This is going to be way after. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> no, nice weird retro plug. <laughs> this isn't releasing until like retro jam. Here's our out. here's our CEO at work here. <laughs> yeah, Great boy. work, LPJ. This episode comes out at like the end of November. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there are some great horror movie Friday special episodes that we, we do offer to you guys that you can look back on and see, as well as some Patreon specials as well, which we would love for you guys to support us on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia, uh, there's a $1 a month and a $5 a month tier. If we can get you on for the $5 a month tier, we offer the post credit scene, which is a special episode we do each and every month. And then all of our other podcasts on Gamesilla Media, which includes the Gamesilla podcast, Noobs and Dragons that LPJ and I are also on, Legend of Retro, and Noiseland Arcade, they all have extra stuff that they do with Patreon as well. Um, so not only is it a way to get extra content, but it's a way to say, hey, we appreciate what you guys are doing uh, and keep, keep doing it, essentially. So yep. we would love to have you help us out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anything you want to plug there, uh, Jody? Um, I think you guys are doing an excellent job, Thank and you. I like the picture you guys have when I my podcast downloads every Monday. But I think Hovercraft Joe needs to be in there. I have I have brought it up. Yeah, we're when I picture it in my mind, it's Joe's head on Johnny Five <laughs> from Short Circuit's body wearing the Rambo strap. <laughs> with the, with the rest of the picture, yeah. So we just squeeze him in that way, yeah. I don't know. Let me see what I can do. Yeah, we're gonna work on. I mean, this. I'm not 100 percent against that idea. <laughs> let, let me see what I can do with that. I don't know. If I got, I'm gonna, I'll scrape some time together. Tre tire treads similar to a hovercraft, right? Let's see. You know what's gonna be interesting is that's what that it should picture, be. It needs to be him riding on a hovercraft. <laughs> that has to be the picture. It really does. All right. So here's here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have this picture come out like toward like the middle of October. This episode is going to come out at the end of November. You're going to hear the genesis of the oh, picture yeah. that showed up long after it came out. There Sweet. we go. Cool. All That's right. all I wanted to say, guys. That's good awesome. Thought. Good thought. I Thank appreciate you. it. Uh, this last action podcast 
has been terminated. But we'll be back 